Hey everyone! So I don't normally do this because normally um, during the day I don't really have a lot of time. Usually my children are awake and uh, that means a lot of noise in the background and all this other stuff but I have some time. Everyone's awake but I have a little time and I'm working on this thing within my business and this platform that you know I want to make sure that I deliver on the things that I said I was going to do. Um, you know doing the best that I can like shout out to you mom entrepreneurs mompreneurs as we sometimes call them because I'm just realizing like we don't really we we have to work extra hard to hustle on the level that everybody else hustles and that really has to be a standard of yours like you know oh I want you know I want my business to be a priority um it's very hard to do that and balance family life at the same time not making excuses just just being honest and just you know acknowledging the season that I'm in so with that said um oftentimes there are things that I have to you know change the deadline on and whatnot but I wanted to make sure hey Aunt Debbie I wanted to make sure that I'm delivering on the things that I said I was going to do, um, especially because I'm an ideas person. Um, I feel like God gives me a really, really, really great ideas all the time. And I'm always like, oh, I want to start something new. I really like starting um, and finishing. Sometimes it can be hard for me because it's like, come on, I have other things I want to do. All of that being said, um, last month I want to say I started a series called 10 things I would do not even a series just um I did a live video that's going to be a podcast and I called it 10 things I'll be doing differently with our second child um it was it was really good but it was really long so I got to like I got up to number six I you know shared um, six out of the 10 things and then I said oh I'm gonna come back and um, finish everything and then um, I had this idea that oh I'm gonna record my audiobook live and doing the lo the audiobook was something that I had planned last summer so I paused on getting part two to you guys of this podcast and I said let me get this audiobook popping you're gonna hear my children in the background because everyone is home and awake by the way <laughs> um, so I have put this part on pause and I just wanted to come back and complete it to finish what I said I would do um, because I have a lot of other things that I'm wanting to do to share with you guys. Um, there are a bunch of things that I might have even mentioned to you. I've been trying really hard not to say um, all the ideas because I'm like, I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. but so many good things coming. Um, it just means yeah, I need to get all these other things done. So audiobook coming to you next week. Um, and then today completing that podcast that I said I would complete. So um, I'm going to do a recap. And I don't have my water with me. I literally was just like, let's just do it now because I have some free time. I just fed the baby. My mom in law and my husband are both home. So yay. Um, I'm actually going to type this in for whoever. Um, might be interested um the title of this live doing differently number two part
Okay, awesome. Pin comment. All right. So, um, just to recap. So, um, what's so funny about this list is that I wrote it back in like October, um, maybe even September, right before my second daughter Zuri was born. She was born in November, and um. It's so funny to read this now because I feel like even though I've said I would be doing these 10 things differently, like I've been able to experience and look at, you know, and be able to compare what I'm doing now and what I said I would be doing. They're not all the same. I am in the middle of something. What do you what do you say when your pumpkin comes in with food for you? Look, what do you do? Thank you very much. Okay. Bye. I love you. Um, I'm in the middle of something, so shut the door. Don't come back in because I need to finish this. Thank you. You know, who of you has cute children? We all we all want to think that our children are cute, but who of you have really cute children where it's like, okay, the struggle is real telling them no. I'm just kidding. We all have cute children, but yeah. Um, okay, so very sweet of Zoe. Okay, all of that to say, yes, the these 10 things, I'm seeing them play out in my life. And I'm like, hmm, I really thought I would be better with that um, now that she's here. But I am having to remind myself like this was important to you um, after you had Zoe. And I'm also realizing some things are like, more important to me than others. Like, okay, you're gonna see in a second. So um, just as a recap, number one was trusting my gut. Um, I didn't trust my gut with my firstborn. Um, I was very insecure. So asked a lot of people, not even like necessarily asking people for advice, um, like in a healthy way, but just like so struggling with self-doubt that I couldn't um, accomplish anything without getting external feedback. So trusting my gut. Um, and since I have been more consistent in spending time with God, that has been a lot easier. Um, just getting my validation from Jesus. Second thing was say more yes to my family and more no to everything else. Um, so not being a people pleaser was a really big thing there. And then also, um, you know, just letting my family, letting us be who we are and um, just loving my family unconditionally where we're at and being okay with saying no to things if it's not beneficial for us. So priorities, priorities. Um, number three was continuing my career. Did not continue my career with my firstborn and I regretted that. So um, continuing that. Number four was co-sleeping and creating a routine. So basically what I meant by co-sleeping, which depending on the term you use, co-sleeping might mean having baby in your bed. Um, to me, I call that bed sharing. Whatevs. The point is um, I bed shared with Zoe. I did not bed share with Zuri, um, which is easier said than done. I mean, heart easy. Yes, easier said than done um, because I'm a breastfeeding mom. And at 3 a.m. when that child wants to eat, it's like, um, no, I'm tired. You just come on over here next to me, but doing a lot better um, than just having Zoe in bed with me all the time um, and creating a routine. Like I am a lot more structured than I once was. Number five was prioritize my partner. Um, 
not letting baby stuff just take over our lives. Um, number six was accepting help, which is pretty self-explanatory. Um, I used to think that I could do it all and then I realized I can't do it all and that's why we need a community. It takes a village to raise children. It takes a village to create a family. All right, so now I'm continuing with numbers seven, eight, and nine. So number seven is grace-based dif- grace based discipline. I'm going to say that again. Grace-based g- discipline. <laughs> Um, what does that mean? Um, I think it just means like, um, grace is like undeserved favor. Um, and for those of us who are Christians, just like knowing that God, um, you know, he loves us and then he gave us Jesus, um, to die for our sins and he rose from the dead to give us new life. And that was undeserved. It was nothing that we could earn. Um, and so grace-based discipline, when I say that, is like, okay, children need discipline. They need structure. They need um, to be taught how to live the right way, period. Um, but there are certain practices when it comes to discipline that sometimes can make it seem like they need to earn our love. And I know with my first daughters away, um, I wasn't necessarily taught the right way to discipline. I was actually encouraged to try some discipline styles that did not seem true to me or helpful to her. Um, My firstborn is very strong-willed. Woo! Strong-willed. She is everything that I prayed for her to be, so be careful what you pray for. Um, She's wonderful. At the same time with that, um, her gifts need to be directed Uh, she is going to be a leader she is not going to back down she will fight you like she will fight you (laughs) but she is the sweetest thing so it's so funny um so with that um I had to learn not to crush her spirit that was um something very very early on that I was kind of taught like that I adopted from other people who even might have encouraged me like, oh, you know, she's a very strong girl. You need to be, you know, tough with her. And um, and I learned very quickly, like, I cannot take outside advice about what to do with my child from people who don't really know my child, from people who might actually be judging my child low-key, like, wow, you need to get her together, you know? Um, and I felt... I remember feeling very defeated when I would go to correct. Um, And so I have learned, I remember very early on, excuse me, um, doing like more physical discipline and um, would just feel like I was getting out of control. And if you're not in control as the adult, then well, forget trying to get your kid under control, right? And then I learned like, it's not about getting your kid under control, it's teaching and training um and that was a very hard mindset for me to get to but again once I started um being more consistent in my relationship with God and by that I mean praying reading my bible um hearing from God connection okay hearing from God for myself I started to um scale back on things that made me uncomfortable things that you know I was doing out of that feeling of being out of control and started to relearn um and so i am a lot gentler um it's very interesting to see that with strong-willed children they 
it they actually do really well with gentle discipline um a lot of times it's because they're just really smart and they're like i don't get it and um not that we have to explain everything to our children but um you know like i've i have just learned what is best for my daughter and so this time around and this is one that I'm proud to say, like I have continued. I am allowing the unique personalities that God has given my children to help me determine, okay, this is the way I'm going to discipline. And of course, it is a partnership um, between myself and my husband and even my mom-in-law who lives with us. Very important for all of us to be on the same page. We are very often looking at the way that we um, raise these children and we're saying, okay, this is working and this is not working and we're okay with um, saying mm, I failed there I am okay with saying I'm sorry to my daughters I'm okay with that because I want them to see that we are trying um, I'm okay with um, yeah I'm okay with that I'm okay with saying I didn't do that the right way I didn't say that the right way I should not have done this and that because I really want to model for them humility and um, and what the one thing I don't want is for my kids to grow up and feel like they have to be good in order to be loved because um, that's not how God loves us. He wants us to be good. Um, but literally, we can't do that without Jesus. Like, <laughs> we can't like not sin without Jesus. We're all sinners. And that's why Jesus died on the cross for us and rose from the dead. Um, so there's that. Okay, so moving on that was number seven number eight is call my mom <laughs> um I talked about accepting help um in the last podcast which I am going to post these within the week um just to make sure again that I'm keeping on track with the things that I said I was going to do for you guys um and the things I was going to share with you guys so um with the point of not accepting help I every time my mom tried to give me um, advice or input or just like forget input like my mom is not a big input person she won't necessarily be like hey I think you should do this she'll just kind of like wait for me to ask um, which I'm learning I need to ask uh, she will just come in and help and not necessarily to overstep but if I'm working on something like we lived with her for the first six months of Zoe's life and um, she would just help with like okay I was in the middle of making myself some food I got distracted I went and dealt with the baby and so she's helping me clean up my mess in the kitchen and I would just feel so like judged which was not at all what she was trying to do it's just like there's stuff here I can clean it she's not like trying to make a comment about me leaving my stuff behind but um I would feel so insecure that I wouldn't ask my mom for advice and I look back and I'm like man you missed out like you could have asked her so much you could have asked her for so much more help and now we're far away from her we're like an hour and a half away without traffic and there's always traffic so it's like two plus hours away from my mom and um now I am getting to experience what she has experienced which is having two daughters and so um the one thing one of the 10 things that I'm working on is making sure I call my mom and I just say oh my gosh this is what's going on even with my older daughter just saying hey mom how did you deal with this how did you deal with that like not just um letting her in on what's been going on but actually getting her feedback my mom is an early childhood educator she teaches special education um actually now she's a director 
director of a of a um, early childhood program. So there's that. Um, so there's so much she can teach me. All right, come in, come in. <laughs> yes, I'm doing a live. <laughs> I'm doing a live Instagram. You can change her. Okay, bye. I wasn't gonna show you. Do you need to change her diaper? No, I'm gonna talk. Oh, okay. I'm coming soon. I'm almost done. <laughs> Again, I don't normally do this. Okay, so um, number nine is savor the time we have. This is one that um, you know everyone tells you. Those of you who have newborns, maybe it's your first child. Um, Everyone always says like, oh, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. Like you literally have no idea until it goes by and you're like, what happened? Um, I remember looking back at my my older daughter's baby pictures right before Zuri was born. And I was just like, your thighs were so chunky. I miss that. Um, but just savoring the time that we have. I remember... Um, I look back at photos and I see how happy we were. Um, and as someone who is always trying to constantly grow and change, I would beat myself up for making mistakes. And I remember in those seasons, just feeling so bad and so down about mistakes that I was making or not feeling like I was good enough or doing well enough as a mom in that season, which was a very difficult season. We were like we were broke <laughs> we were like um just learning how to do life together it was just very hard um so I didn't give myself that grace and um I just remember like that time disappeared so quickly because I was so hard on myself and I was so hard on my daughter and I was so hard on us as a family like I just expected things to be so different that I didn't appreciate what it was at the time and I look back and I'm like man I missed it but I look at the pictures and all the hard feelings that I had at that time like you cannot see that in the photos that we took and I would take a lot you know when you have a newborn you're always especially the first one I don't know about you guys but I was always taking pictures of Zoe and she was always so happy and um just even seeing her now like she came in with fake food for me guys but this is something that just shows me like someone taught her this you know what I mean and like just we don't give ourselves enough credit as parents for the beauty and the wonder and the goodness in our children um so just reminding myself this time around savor the time that you have it goes by so fast I can't believe how big Zoe is and Zuri now is like a giant she's just a big little ball of chub and squish and fluff and it's going so fast and she had bananas for the first time today guys this is sad so savoring that's number nine and number 10 is keeping my appearance which is easier to do when you are not a stay-at-home mom um in this season up until this um pandemic that's going on in the world i have been a full-time student and i would go on campus and drop off my my girls at the daycare so i had a reason to go outside and make sure that i was keeping my appearance and the reason i made this um one of the 10 is i just remember feeling feeling like a bum because i dressed like a mom like um there's nothing wrong with wearing yoga pants all day but you start to feel like you can just lounge around and chill and um granted I needed that you know it's it's 
the newborn stage is so hard the toddler stage parenting is hard period um but uh Sometimes when you dress up a little bit, you put on a little bit of makeup, you make sure your hair is done, you just get a little burst of energy. Um, I I remember uh, having a mom friend who, uh, you know, we would talk about the struggles of mom life and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I didn't shower. Like, do you shower every day? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, mind you, she had two so it's just funny like um this this stereotype of like oh I barely got to shower um so for some of us that may not be a priority but I'm learning that I need to make it a priority for myself so that I can maintain my energy and um that will overflow into my family so keeping my appearance and with that including um my hygiene and all of that um because not only is it healthy for me I feel good I feel good all right that is it that is um seven through ten that you guys were missing um i had a few bonuses here things that i might do again uh which is so funny now that i'm actually in it again i wrote this in october so um one thing that i said i might do again was cloth diapering um we cloth diapered zoe pretty much out of necessity because we're like yo our budget is low like how we gonna get these disposable diapers it was awesome it was awesome. Loved it. Um, this time around, nobody has time for that. I'm as a full time student, don't have time for it. Having two, don't have time for it. So that has not been happening. But I would totally recommend it for anyone. If you need tips, let me know. Um, reading the baby Bible every night. This is something that we did with Zoe. And um, we just got to see her faith begin to develop very early on and so that is definitely something that we are trying to continue to do um whenever we read away her baby bible we um try to make sure Zuri's in there with us um but sometimes she's sleeping so we do our best but that's definitely a must and um the last thing that I would definitely do again so these are three things that I am trying to do again minus the cloth diapering that's not happening um give myself permission to grow and change my mind that is the one thing that I'm like credit girl like good for you girl like you are not the person that you were before and I want to encourage all of you like if you are trying to not be the person you were that is awesome and that's huge like some people are so okay with staying the same please give yourself credit for being one of the few people who want to change because some people just get really stuck in their ways and um yeah just give yourself credit for that okay and I also want to encourage you like there is room for self-forgiveness um, my self-forgiveness is rooted in the fact that Jesus died for me and rose from the dead and therefore God can forgive me. Like my forgiveness doesn't just come from anywhere. Um, so with that, knowing that God forgave me, I can forgive myself. I can confess my sins. I can tell God, yo, I really messed up there. I can confess my sins to my family members. Hey, my bad. I messed up there. And then practice self-forgiveness. I feel like um, I'm the kind of person who will beat myself up. So for you, if you are the kind of person who... Um, it's very easy to beat yourself up when you make a mistake. Um, if you're a perfectionist, practice self-forgiveness. First, if you have not received the forgiveness of God through Jesus, I highly recommend you do that because honestly, I don't know where your, your self-forgiveness would come from. You need it in a place that is unwavering and cannot change because um, we feel however we feel about ourselves from day to day. Um, 
So I am just learning like, hey, I forgive myself for the things I didn't know. I'm forgiving myself for not having done these 10 things sooner. And I am also forgiving myself for the things that I did know, but I just didn't do better. Um, God's grace and the blood of Jesus, um, Jesus's death atones for my mistakes and my sins. And I receive that. And I walk in that knowing that every day there are new mercies. Every day is a new start. Um, and that does not define my worth. And that does not define who I am. And it is okay if I change and I grow. I'm going to leave it there. Love you guys. Hope you're having an amazing Sunday. I will see you and talk to you soon. And this will be up soon and I'll let you know. Bye.